Have you ever had to give yourself a pep talk just to walk into a car dealership? Or have you ever thought to yourself, I can't trust car salesmen. They don't have my best interests at heart. I'm here to debunk the myths and break the stigma. Welcome to Car Man Conversations, the podcast. Welcome back to another edition of Car Man Conversations, and this is the Ambassador Series, and I'm joined today by Critty Black. Critty, over to you, young man. What's happening, brother? Welcome back, guys. Where are we? (laughs) (laughs) Um, Right, so today, I'm in the hot seat. Yes. I'm hosting, and going to be asking you a bunch of questions. I look forward to this. All right. Are you ready to go? Ready. We're going to start with, um, we've got a few questions here, and we're going to start with more of a serious question. And then kind of just go into a bit of, have some fun with some other questions. Absolutely. So, um, well, we're going to start with the first question, which is going to be around mental health. Yep. Um, one, I just think it's super important, but also I think it's like a really popular um, kind of topic at the moment, which is good, especially for men. Um, and I just feel like it's being talked about a lot more, yep. mental health. So I thought we'd start with that. Um, and what I've got here is in your industry, you're a big, bit of a big deal. Yeah, uh, you've built yourself up from you know scratch to owning Aspley now. Yep, um, and you know you've got a, a, a bunch of employees that you look after. You're running the business. You take care of everyone's um, car needs. You got a big family that you take care of as well. Um, so my question is, it's a lot of work for you, and I feel like it's a lot of pressure personally. Um, a lot of things people probably don't realise or understand yep. what you do and how much work you do do for everyone. Um, inside and outside of the business um, and I want to know how you manage your stress your day-to-day stress and keep on top of your own mental health so you don't burn out all the time yep yeah it's a good question and mental health as a topic is is a cracker because it's so important and um, you know and I think it's been something that's it's not talked about enough um, but it's a day-to-day and it's about how you manage it and how you manage yourself mm-hmm. and for me yeah we you're right I, I handle a lot we've got 138 staff um, with a massive operation, plus a big family and a, and a big network. And I'm a very giving person, so I like to check in to make sure that, that people are okay and, and continue mm. the, uh, to carry the relationship. But for me, it's just about um, having a level head, um, being very, very grounded and remembering where I come from. And to me, that is breaking down to routine. Yep. So I'm very, very routine every day. Um, I need my outside sort of release, and, and that's our train every morning. So. I've got a bit of a routine. I get up every morning at, at 3.30 and I'm yeah. at the gym by 4.30 and, yeah. um, you know, and I get some chores done prior to that. And that's why it gives me a bit of a time. Um, I train with, with a couple of different people. So, you know, you're, you're solving the world's problems before, uh, yeah. before work, work hours. And you're, you're surrounding yourself with like-minded people. And to mm-hmm. me, I'm very big on good energy. Yeah. Um, very, very big on delivering nothing but good energy and that positivity in, in anyone, in anything. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I find by doing that first up in the morning, that's where my, my grounding is for the day. Um, generally, after I've trained, um, I'm feeling a million bucks. And from that, I want to then deliver that good positive energy to everyone else. Yeah. Now, if I, if I find that I can do that from an early onset in the day, my day flows beautifully, you yeah. know. So I do have my time to myself then. Uh, generally, I'll go and sit in my sauna at home for about 45 minutes. And that is just simply in my the, time in the morning, in the morning yeah. straight after I train. and. Yeah. Uh, and that's me planning my day in my head, thinking about things, taking some time to um to, to analyse situations. I'll, I'll I'll do a little bit of work, read emails, and uh, and just get my head totally right before I start the day. Yeah. And my my goal is always to be the most energetic bloke in the room. You mm-hmm. know, um, to deliver the most the most energy. 
and be pretty fun at the same time um and to lift others that probably need it more than myself but Mm -hmm. that's the way i've always found it so for me to deal with the stress it's always been to to stick to my routine um keep it consistent um and have a regular pattern but when i start changing those patterns uh you can feel Mm -hmm. it straight away as when you change so really interesting one i'll really push that onto my staff as well um look for something that keeps you calm look for something that gets you motivated but look for something where you can have a level head and it not being overwhelming and the minute it does and i feel overwhelmed um i just i look back and think to my foundations of of remember where i came from and and remembering the basics and my philosophy always is is um if you do the little things right the big things will come Mm -hmm. so you focus on little things and they don't stress you out so subliminally you're solving the big things all the time aren't you so you you say that you're up at 345 3 30 every morning 3 30 every morning um, do you have an early night then? Do you prioritise sleep um, as like... Yeah, I try to. It's probably my worst thing um, mm. is my sleep. I need more of it. Yeah. Um, but, you know, I, I generally get home from work around 6.30, 7 o'clock. Um, yeah. And, you know, I've got a, I've got a young fella that um, the youngest of my kids is two and a half. So yeah. he's a bit of hard work. Yeah. But, um, no, we're naughty twos. What yeah, they call it? Terrible twos. Terrible twos. twos. <laughs> but, uh, no, it's, I can't wait to get home. Uh, and obviously you still want to be the... I don't want to be the guy that comes home and be the grumpy dad and... And now the guy that's tired from work all day. So yeah, I've still yeah. got all that energy. I, I focus on that from the day to, to make sure that, you know, that, that I deliver the same consistent energy through the through the hours of the day. So would you say um, your family motivates you? Yeah, they do, absolutely. Could I, I look forward to getting home and, yeah. and you know, um, obviously it's a, it's a tight timetable too with teenage kids as well with sport and yeah. everything else associated. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I try and, um, you know, I then wind down later in the night and, spend some family time and and uh you know by 9 30 um that's my that's my cap i try and be in bed by 9 30 and asleep by 10 yeah um and i find that you know i'd love a a, a bit more hours yeah, you know yeah. but uh that morning is not is, enough minutes in the day well no it? that morning's the most important for me I'm, I'm i'm an early riser and i think that's when i get most motivated from that that morning piece i don't want to change that uh but then on a the weekend i try and get some hours back you yeah, know and, yeah. and have yeah. sunday left from training and um, I've got to ask, with, when you wake up in the morning that early, every morning, do you snooze your alarm or do you get up straight away? Well, no, straight away. See, so I have this, um, I've, and this has been something I've worked on. I used to snooze, so it used to be a uh, 3.30 snooze and then it was 3.38. Yeah. But then I was finding myself not enough time in the morning to do what I wanted to do. Yeah, right. So I had this mental battle with myself and thought, <laughs> you know what, I've got to beat the snooze. Yeah. And how do I do it? Um, and yeah, I'm, I'm, and, and this is something I challenged myself on. I thought... I know what I'm doing. I know the night before what I'm doing. Yeah. And eight minutes is going to not going to buy me a, a whole heap of goodness. You know yeah. what I mean? Um, you think it does at the time. It's easy. It's an easy option. But to me, it's that you have that mental barrier. Do you get up? Are you going to let the people down around you, the people you train with? Are you going to let down those others that actually follow your routine um, that, that know and you motivate others subliminally that you don't even know? Mm. And then am I going to feel really ordinary for not training and guilty on myself? Yeah. And am I not going to be running 10 out of 10 for the it's day? So these yeah. are the things that happen between 3.30 and 3.31 <laughs> um, before we actually get started. And I find that snooze can be, uh, that's your, your big weakness. Yeah. And you're chasing your tail then. and, and yeah. um so and i'm a stickler for time um you know I'm, I'm i'm very much respectful of time so yeah if we say that a kickoff time is four o'clock or four thirty in the gym that means four thirty, not four thirty eight or four thirty nine. Yeah, yeah. you know so uh, so it's that that um 
that self-talk you have with yourself that motivates you. And if that doesn't work, put your phone in a bathroom. <laughs> yeah, you go go get it. don't get me wrong. I have some demons in the morning. I have to convince myself. Mm. It sometimes there are three-minute argument with myself. You know, you can be sitting on the edge of the bed and you're like, "Wow, come on, you got to do it. You got to do it." You got the little devil yeah, and the angel. It is exactly like that. Yeah, exactly yeah. like it. And I weigh up all the pros and then the cons, and I'm like, "Yeah, okay, I got to do it." Yeah. And you feel better for it. And uh, as everyone knows, the minute you train, you, you feel great afterwards, don't you? You know, and mm, yeah, you've started absolutely. the day, and yeah. You know, in the times you don't, you feel guilty for it and you don't find yourself as productive. And, and I think mentally, um, you need to, and especially with what I do every day, you need to prepare yourself right. And, yeah, yeah, and you've you sure. got to respect it, you know. And if you're going to play a game of footy and you've you know, you got 80 minutes to go and play a game of footy, you've got to respect that and mm-hmm. you respect that 80 minutes of footy. So you prep yourself for it. And this yeah. is no different every day. So, um, yeah. you know, you've got to prepare for it and do it right and you don't take shortcuts. Yeah. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Wonderful. That was, uh, that's, man, that's actually really inspiring, eh? Like that, like waking up and just having that conversation with yourself. Cause I think that's the hardest part is a lot. It's so easy to snooze or, you know, go, oh, next one, next one. Yeah. But to actually sit up, like you said, and just go, all those things within like 60 seconds, you're telling yeah. yourself, letting people down, let myself down, yeah. all this stuff. Like that's, yeah. that's amazing. So, yeah. Wow. Beautiful. Um, moving on. Yep. Next question. Move on. Yep. Um, all right. Something a little bit different now. Uh, what has been your absolute favourite highlight over the past, let's say, since you've been here? Oh, probably and, the bit. And the, why? The big. I've got a few big highlights. Probably the the biggest one for me was when I took sole ownership yep. um, in February this year. It's obviously been a dream forever, mm-hmm. and um, it, and I, I don't know. I've been talking about this a bit lately, like. I actually picture things like you when you want something enough and you dream about it enough i actually envisage myself in that position so i think to myself what would it look like if i was to own Aspley master mm. or what would it look like if i was to own this and i can picture myself yeah. you know what i'd look like in the dealership what i'd be wearing my office and everything and i've pictured this for a long long time mm. a long time and for it to actually happen was probably the uh one of the highlights ever for me. So um, manifestation. Yeah, and, and it's just yeah. it's one of those things. And and, and I always think if you if you believe in it hard enough, it will happen. Yeah. And you yep, want it. Absolutely. And you know you just can't talk about it. You've actually got to put steps and measures in place to mm, get there. Yeah. And this is one thing that I did. And you know I'm I'm coming up um, next year will be 30 years in the dealership. So yeah, well, it's been a long time. Um, and you know we've been some great accolades over the years, some great things. But for me, that 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 sole ownership was one of the yeah, best. Yeah. Others would be the self development of some of the staff, mm. watching my staff grow and and, and become um, you know great great stalwarts for the business and cornerstones of of our operation. Yeah. Um, and then you know you've you've got your accolade of master dealer, which is what I strive for every year. Yeah. And, yeah. You know that that's the one that you kind of wake up every day thinking about. Yeah. Um, and that's a status thing, you know. There's there's nothing really that comes with it, but to be proud that not only you're the biggest dealership in Australia, but you um you run it really really well in every area. Yeah. So um to, to achieve that, that's the last few years in a row has been big. So, yeah. but yeah, the one big one would be the sole ownership. That mm-hmm. one still gives me buzz, you know. And I yeah. had one of my kids in the car the other day, and they said to me, "Does it make you feel good when you drive past and <laughs> and just seeing that's yours?" And I said, that's "Yeah, mine. <laughs> it does actually." And yeah. the one thing even better than that is when I'm sitting in a set of traffic lights and you see a car beside you with the Aspley Master number plate frames and I get a buzz from it. I look yeah. at it and I kind of think, you know what? Like, yeah, that's just, it's all part of the journey. It's how it feels surreal it. sometimes. It does, yeah. 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 Amazing feeling. It's amazing. That's beautiful, brother. I love that. Um, all right, next we have... <laughs> Who's your favourite ambassador and why? <laughs> 
I can't pick favourites, mate. I can't pick favourites. I don't have favourite kids. No favourite ambassadors. Just you know, you can't do no favourite yeah. ambassadors. They're all beautiful in their own way. Or fairy actually said it was me. Right? That's <laughs> um, right, my next question for you is: Do you always wear a suit to work? And if so, why? No, I always have. I've always um. I don't know, things have changed a little bit and relaxed in the in the dress, you know, with, with ties and no ties with a lot of corporates. But I've always grown up wearing a tie um, and I thought it was the best show of a business presence. And, yeah. and you know, you've got to look like you're um, to, to ready to do business and you, mm-hmm. you've got to dress extremely well. Yeah. Um, but, you know, things have changed in, in the later years. Like, um, if I'm not coming in all day, that I'll come in and in just casual clothes and yeah. and I found that I could never do that in previous time. But yeah. you know, but um, it doesn't really matter what you're wearing. You know, mm-hmm. it's it's 2022. Um, yeah, <laughs> it's it a is. Yeah. Going on. You're in you're in the dealership and um, and you know, and I've always from my frontline staff being very proud of how they look. Of really clean cut. I insist on a you know a nice fresh haircut and to be proud of how they wear and of what they wear and how they wear it. Yeah. Because um, I think it really re- it rep- represents your business, yeah. and if you're going to have a really nice looking showroom, mm. um, you need to have really good staff that are looking good. Yeah, of course. You know, and represent yeah. that. And the same thing, you know, you you don't have a beautiful home and not mow your lawn, do you? You know, yeah. Yep. Everything's got to be clean cut, and it's yeah. attention to detail for me. And that's the one big thing that I think it's been the it's the attention to detail. And if you you're dressing good, you're feeling good. Mm. You know, so yeah. Um, yeah, just it's been a mentality thing. Awesome, um, and. Just, I'm just thinking of questions off the top of my head now. What is the, what's the most popular vehicle here that you would sell the most and why? Um, yeah, why do you it's think? CX-5 at the moment <clears throat> um, and has been for a few years. Great model, perfect, perfect size. Suits the family. SUV has been a, a, a thing now that really took over from a passenger car to a to an SUV. Everyone wanted one. Yeah. Um, the sizing's great. Uh, Master are well ahead of their time in their technology. The look, the style, design. Uh, the drivability mm. uh, and it just it fits it fits young people it fits the family um, small families the older sort of people that need a higher car to get into um, it just fits it and Mazda have done great there but that whole that whole model range is great but CX-5 seems to be the top of the charts and has been for a long time so. colour in any colour in particular no, so red's always been a big colour for us yeah. that was the one of the hero colours black red. has been a, a big a big colour for us <clears> over <throat> the years you know I remember going back in oh early early days of you know me being a sales manager i was 20 23 and i did my first lot of ford order and um my, my sales manager prior to me was um he, he was very very cautious mm. and i ordered all these black cars and they're like what are you gonna do with all these black cars i said ah oh, black cars they look good you know yeah. like, and sure enough black became our thing you know um you know we had plenty of stock in the black they just sold and sold and sold and sold and you know it's a lot of, oh you don't buy black because you can't see them on the road you've got to buy these bright colors and white colors and everything else so you know as style changes fashion changes the color of the cars and now it's all about the bright colors but blacks always stayed strong sell your whites but yeah yeah so you know the the role the sole red cx5 is one of our um yeah. most popular hand hero cars so. looks looks good all right, you've got a you got a lot of ambassadors on board. Yeah, a lot of really good looking ones. Um, I'll take myself out of this for this question. Um, <laughs> you've got a lot of fighters and athletes. Yeah. Um, if you had to put them all in a cage or a ring, all of them, and you can't lie, who wins and how? Ah, uh, the mentally, the mental, the ment, the one with the, the strongest mental toughness, I think, um, wins that. Which and, is who? And I don't know who that is. I don't know who that is. It's um, you know, it's a funny thing. Like you, you think with people, um, 
everyone holds their power in a different way. Yeah. And everyone holds themselves differently. And, um, you know, and sometimes you can have a conversation with someone and you can just see how mentally tough they are. Mm. And you can see how people, are, when they want something and want to win, they'll stop at nothing. Yeah. And, um, you know, so when you've got a, a group of, like a room full of ambassadors that are, that are very driven and motivated, you know, you couldn't pick one because the, mm. you don't know the depth of their mental toughness and what it means for them to actually win, you yeah. know, and um, that's what drives me a lot to be around these guys, and mm. you included, is that you drive yourself drive yourself outside of comfort zones, yeah. and that to me is, that's it, that's a, <clears throat> that's something special, and that's something that not everyone has, yeah. and to be around that, it drives you also, you know, mm. and um, and lifts you, so yeah, tough one to answer, but I'll, um, I'll, I'll, I'll tell you when we're off air. So. <laughs> <laughs> I think um, there's a bit of a disadvantage too because I think there's a lot of weight divisions. There is. There's, 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 there's a lot of things few. can happen when you there's watch that. quite a few. Yeah. Well, thank you, Critty, for coming on. Uh, it was good being on the other side uh, for once and uh, very enjoyable as always it is. And for you guys, if you want to follow more on socials and see what's happening behind the scenes and get on the journey, follow the links in the description below. That's all for today's episode of Car Man Conversations. Thanks for listening. If you're keen to learn more about today's topics, or if you have any questions, head over to my Instagram, LDC underscore zero one, or follow along at Astley.master. If you're enjoying the show, please subscribe to us on your favourite podcast provider by searching Car Man Conversations. And please, if you love what you're hearing, don't forget to leave us a great review.